and the biggest move he made was that he signed Heisman Trophy winner Doug Flutie mm. for a multi-million dollar contract. And guess what this motherfucker did? What? He asked all the other owners to pay for it. Hey, Lene got in a, uh, a drunken driving accident and she's in the hospital. Um, so Manti has to cancel his trip. He can't go out there, which I'm also like, well, couldn't you wait? Still, yeah, like, that no, should be the time. Go, you should you definitely should go out go, there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, but then like two months later, he gets a call from Lene being like, by the way, I'm not dead. And it's like, wait, what? Let's go. Already. Are you ready for this? No, 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 I do not need this. You know what that sound means? Football's back. <laughs> also, so oh, it is film. back. It yeah. Is. yeah. Oh, wow. We timed this well. All right, I didn't even think about I, that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, we should try and release it next week. It's football's I'm back. so dumb. <laughs> I'm not interested in sports. <laughs> Which is great because we're doing two we're football fails. Two football fails. Um, yeah, so football. How do you feel? We're going to go watch it uh, on Sunday. I'm I'm very excited. I like watching football. No, no. I just like, I, I'm honestly, I don't care to follow anything. Like, the things that I follow the most is probably Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and your fantasy box office stuff. And my Why don't you explain that for anybody who's listening that doesn't Oh, uh, if you, uh, there's, it's like, uh, it's called Fantasy Movie League. And it's basically, uh, it's basically a draft league where you choose the movie of the weekend that you think will do the best. And so you have eight theaters and you you put which movie you think is going to do best, and you have an allotted amount of money, and hopefully whichever has the best box office return at the end of the weekend, you win. This weekend, I'm probably not doing well because I don't think The Nun is doing very good this weekend. Yeah, it's not getting good reviews. But you know what is going to do good this weekend? Football! <laughs> Nailed it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Ready, Set, Fail! I figured you're gonna go with like a my name is Bo Rollins, but I uh, thought you were gonna come in, but I guess I can do everything. <laughs> my <laughs> name is Bo Rollins. My name is Will Lentz. And, and this is a podcast about the greatest thing in the world. Failures. And oh, football. I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say football. Yeah, you I should have. Um yeah, I mean, I definitely, just at the top, I have some conflicted feelings about football this year because one, it's like terrible for brains, and two, it's like it got it kind of got co-opted by the trump wing of things but whatever yeah i feel like uh there's a lot of people who are like man i'm not gonna support football this year and then but i'm gonna still do a draft (laughs) still gonna do a fantasy league that was me i was like i'm gonna boycott it or i'm gonna fly to (laughs) buffalo again and watch a game so uh but here we are but hey uh every uh every civilization has its gladiators and ours is the nfl yeah that's true um or the whatever your fail. I, I guess I'm going first. <laughs> uh, my fail to start, I think, is going to be the USFL. Cool. Um, I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, I didn't know much about it. I heard it in a uh, a story. Well, I don't want to give it away, but it was on NPR, and it was related to uh, all the hubbub about NFL today. Okay. Um. So, let us begin. Um. The first line I have in this is Bo's gonna do a fail about sports. <laughs> so, yeah, it's exciting. It's gonna be fun. Uh, so the USFL was an idea. It's the United States Football League. It was an idea conceived by David Dixon. He was the founder of the New Orleans Saints and uh, the builder of the Superdome. 
1965, he thought that there could be two football leagues, one that was in the fall and the winter, the NFL, and another one that could compete in the spring and the summer. Sure. Which would eventually be the USFL. The summer is still a pretty uh, widely considered like dead period for sports. I mean, baseball is yeah. going on, but yeah. there's not much else. Right. Um, and so uh, he saw this opening, and especially in media markets, he was like, this could be great. Uh, so he so he worked on this idea for about 15 years. Uh-huh. He looked up other football leagues that didn't last. The American Football League. Um, I think there the there was another one that the I the XFL. Uh, that was after this. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> um, and cities with market shares that would be great for spring and summer. And there was a lot of potential for a football league that didn't compete with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1982. Uh, David uh, was uh, able to gather 12 cities, all but two were in the 13 most lucrative media markets. Um, and he had Do you have a list of them? 12 football teams. Yes. He had the Arizona Wranglers, the Birmingham Stallions, the Boston Breakers, the Chicago Blitz, the Denver Gold, the Los Angeles Express. Nice. Cool. Choo-choo. Yeah. Uh, the Michigan Panthers, the New Jersey Generals, the Oakland Invaders, Philadelphia Stars, Washington Federals, and the Tampa Bay bandits i like those because those are like not all your obvious ones right. like mascot wise um and uh also birmingham on, that's interesting right yeah um i think that's maybe one of the two that's yeah, one of the not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um but uh and then uh later in uh, subsequent years there was the houston gamblers the jacksonville bulls the memphis showboats <laughs> Uh, the Oklahoma Outlaws, uh, Pittsburgh Maulers, okay, and the San Antonio Gunslingers. But for the oh, first I like twelve, that it was one. just That's those. cool. Yeah, um, and so initially the league had trouble getting started, much like any startup does, um, because cities that were faithful to the NFL weren't necessarily willing to just like give up their stadium yeah. to the USFL. Um, either because just straight up that, or they would be used for baseball, or. <clears throat> Um, there were also, I, it, it seems like sports teams owners are just kind of like rich guys. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. there's no correlation to it other than just having a oh, no, 100%. Of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to have the money, you buy the stuff, and then yeah. you're like, I can own a team. And then it's like, oh, but okay. Yeah, you just have a crap ton of money. Yeah. And so there was kind of a lot of like, who's going to own what? Mm-hmm. Let's just kind of, you know, I'm going to own this market, you own that. And then um, uh, David, uh, David Dixon was kind of like trying to, organize them all so that everyone was happy because that's c- just kind of seems how it works that uh-huh. all the owners while you do own a football league you kind of like it they're all still rich guys so they just kind of want to have like their football league right you know the one that best works for their market nonetheless uh on ni- may 1982 dixon announced the first league would begin in 1983 and espn president espn at the time was a very small cable company mm. um chet simmons would be the first chairman of the united states football league and now, this was also a time when the NFL was famously not doing well. Gotcha. It was doing very bad in the ratings. In 1984, on Monday Night Football, which was always like the biggest day of sports, um, probably still is, um, uh, there was a game between the 49ers and the Giants, two very large media markets, and something else happened where people changed the channel to The Burning Bed, which was a TV movie starring Farrah Fawcett about Farrah Fawcett's character basically burning her abusive husband in his bed oh wow yeah so it's like a good movie but also <laughs> well it had a, i mean it might be good it might not well be. i mean <laughs> sure it's a movie but um based on a true story uh over one third of all u.s households watched the burning bed at that time and the nfl had its lowest ratings in history 
Oh, wow. No way. So it was kind of like, wait, why is... Uh, basically, the concept was, well, while the men are watching football, the women can watch The Burning Bed. But also, when households have one TV, <laughs> right. women have the TV. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and yeah. so... Uh, or they're... Yeah. They kind of force their hand. Um, and then people just all watch that. So... Then the question started coming up of how long the NFL would last. So with the USFL around gaining popularity, the NFL losing popularity, there, uh, even though they didn't compete, they, they were still in different seasons. It was just kind of a, a rough time for the NFL. Well, it's interesting because like, I feel like it's hard to start any sports thing for a number of reasons. The, one of the bigger things is like it's hard to get a group to like become fans. Just because well, a team shows up doesn't necessarily mean you're like, oh, now I'm a fan of this thing. Well, the, and another thing is that they they were very good. They had good, talented players. Oh, okay. They well, had, um, and they had like they had talented players. People liked going having a new team because it kind of started fresh. Like if you said you had a bad team, or if sure. like you kind of so it, it surprisingly they were doing very well. They mm-hmm. had bigger ratings than they ever expected. They had you know full stadiums, and so it was doing pretty well for them. Enter the man who would ruin everything. Great. Donald Trump. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how it's kind of been in the news today because of Donald's opinions on the NFL. He's kind of never been uh, a fan of the NFL because they've never let him in. Exactly. The, that's the, that's the big the thing, right? He wanted to... I think I was listening to something the other day where they like, we should just let him have a team we, and then yeah, we wouldn't have this whole thing going have on. have a president. Right exactly. <laughs> um, so at the, te- at the time, uh, the league was doing pretty well. The league had a decent amount of football stars, had a, uh, had a few Heisman Trophy winners and contracts with ABC and ESPN. Wow. Um, and so the USFL was doing great for its first two seasons. Donald, uh, he wanted to get into the USFL, and everyone thinks that he got in after a failed bid to be uh, to get an NFL team. Right. And so he joined the USFL to try and get into the NFL. Mm-hmm. And um, because the NFL was too expensive for him, apparently. Um, it's probably also just like, as you mentioned earlier, it's like a bunch of rich dudes, <laughs> and the rich owners in the NFL were probably like, we don't want to hang out with this guy. Right. He's a blowhard. Um, so basically, uh, in 1984, he bought the USFL New Jersey Generals. Mm-hmm. And the biggest move he made was that he signed Heisman Trophy winner Doug Flutie mm. for a multi-million dollar contract. And guess what this motherfucker did? What? He asked all the other owners to pay for it. <laughs> Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay Mexico. for it? Not me. <laughs> he sent a letter uh-huh. to the other owners telling them to pay for Doug Clutie. He said, this is a calculated move for the league and not for the generals. As it turns out, it was more successful than our even our wildest expectations. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everyone is now benefiting from Doug Clutie. I would appreciate your putting into the next agenda the allocation of Doug Flutie's costs to each team. The money will be returned when he plays at away games and fills additional seats. <laughs> Which is basically saying... You'll get your money back when my team comes right. to your town. People will come to see him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just. Such I a mean, I understand the logic. Oh no! But also, like, I get it. But it's I like, understand the argument. I guess right, not yeah. the logic necessarily. It's but it's just one of those things. Right. That, like you did, and uh-huh. then you want everyone else to pay for yep. it. Such a dick. Uh huh. <clears throat> so after this ambitious move, and also uh, I think the the Tampa Bay team uh, coach was like, "If I ever see you again, I'm punching you in the face." <laughs> <laughs> like I hate you. You're a piece of shit. Uh. So after this ambitious move, Donald uh, then wanted to force a lawsuit on the NFL over the monopoly they had over TV contracts. Problem was, they didn't have a monopoly yeah, because they were didn't. different markets. <laughs> and the USFL already had contracts, right? They had a contract ABC with ABC for uh. the spring and the summer. But in, during the fall, ABC had a contract with the NFL. Gotcha. Okay. And so, but either way, they couldn't make a case because they were in different markets. Mm-hmm. It's like they just don't 
that's like skiing a ski company you know suing over us of beach being like you guys control the oceans it's like okay well you guys have a mountain like this is different right, sure. areas sure and so uh they <laughs> but still this doesn't stop donald so what does he do he does the worst thing for the league by pushing them into the fall he wants everyone to move into the fall because he knows that they can win this lawsuit and when they win this lawsuit then he's going to force the nfl to split and he's going to basically have a way in mm-hmm. to the NFL. He has this stupid famous line that I saw in a bunch of interviews, and it was, uh, "If God wanted football in the, if if God wanted football in the spring, he wouldn't have created baseball." <laughs> this is so Which is dumb. just so dumb. Um, uh. And so they moved. Uh, they moved to the fall, and the USFL filed an antitrust lawsuit against the NFL, claiming that it held monopoly over the networks. And that there was a conspiracy that the NFL was trying to destroy the USFL. They sued for $1.3 billion with a B dollars. And it lasted 42 days. However, the jury came back and said that while, yes, the NFL had a monopoly, it was a de facto monopoly because there were no other competitors. So it wasn't sure. their fault. Yeah. And that the USFL moving into the market was just poor management. And so while they did win the antitrust, they only awarded the USFL. Three dollars. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and I saw some article that said that uh, it still hasn't been that check has not that been has cashed. Been paid, or has been cashed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, in the end, the USFL uh, crumbled after three seasons since it couldn't compete in the fall. And almost anything you find on the USFL now blames Trump almost 100 um, percent. And when asked about this in an ESPN interview about the uh, about the USFL, uh, the interviewer says, like, I really think it could have done well if it just stayed in the spring. Trump gets up, walks off camera, pats <coughs> pats the interviewer on the shoulder and says, it would have been small potatoes, and then leaves the room. <laughs> just leaving, getting up out of the interview. Wow. Again, much like he still does today. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, I think, like, they're not, they're not wrong on the idea that, like... Uh, spring summer football could do well no it would have done fine um, it had it had heisman trophy winners yeah. it had a lot of successful hall of famers i do wonder though like what the end game for that is if you're not gonna supplant the nfl right like are, do you just want to be a spring summer league and would i don't know it's just it's it's interesting to think about i think you almost have to offer something different f- than just like straight up in it, yeah. like football. They also had different rules. I was going to ask. They you, had. Do you know uh, any of those were? They had two point conversions. Um, there were two. There was uh, before, before the NFL, the NFL did because yeah. the NFL had two points in '94. Gotcha. Um, so they had two point conversions before them. They had. Uh, there was two other things that was like uh, rulings that were kind of more like college football. Mm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but other than that, it was kind of the same, and it just kind of offered. You know, how how many games does a fall league play do you mean like does the nfl play yeah uh 16 16 okay yeah. so it offered 18 uh in the summer and spring so gotcha. there was more games and now that i mean they it's 16 regular season and then beyond that it's, it goes right. into like the yeah um so it was an 18 regular season yeah. and then the nfl's been talking about moving to the to an 18 uh oh, game really? season but i think they're, they're getting a lot of pushback obviously well like in a big part because more and more like medical reports are coming out about how terrible football is. Right. Yeah. Right. And everyone's getting injured anyways. But so nobody cares. We care. Just not enough to stop playing fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're betting. <laughs> um, anyways, that's the USFL. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Donald. I, I think uh, the, the biggest part I love about that is the names because I think 
so many of them are better than our names. I like the uh, San Antonio Gunslinger. I think that's yeah, interesting, that cool but one. also I feel like they would have to have changed it by now. Yeah. Um, because the Ar- I- oh, Arizona also changed to the Arizona Outlaws, mm-hmm. and or uh, the Washington Federals turned into the Orlando Renegades, which I also think oh, is that's cool. cool. Uh, the Washington Wizards being the... Oh, that's a cool one. Well, that's the NBA team. <laughs> right. um, they used to be the Washington Bullets. Uh, but then they had to change it because of like gun issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. In at uh, University of Arizona, uh, the Wilbur the Wildcat, <coughs> who's our mascot, he had guns originally, uh-huh. <laughs> and he uh, I think like over the course of like years, like he had two guns on his sa- on his holsters, or no, he like held two guns, mm-hmm. and then he had to put the guns away, and then they just got rid of the guns all over. <laughs> And there's somebody out there that's like, ah, oh, it's not my mascot anymore. <laughs> I miss the days when he could hold guns. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, whatever, dude. Um, well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of interesting how uh, Trump just kind of ruins everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll actually, he's going to come into play into my next fail. Oh not, my the, not, God. not this one. Oh, okay. Oh, next recording gotcha. we do. Next week. But yes. Um, so mine is a football themed one as well. Um, uh? And first, I want to give a shout out to our friend Woody. Because oh. he uh, gave me the idea to do this one. Oh, okay. He's like, I Very can't believe cool. you haven't done this one yet. Very and I was cool. like, you're right. I can't either. Um, so, first off, this fail is a little sad and a little not sad. Um, feels so, so, I just want to say the person that we're talking about here is like a four or five year player in the NFL now. He is fine. He has lots of money. I don't feel that bad for him. Okay. However, it might be like, oh, it feels like we're making fun of somebody, and we kind of are. So, but he's doing fine. Yeah. Um, as long as they're doing fine in the end. Right. Exactly. So, I think I mentioned this to you, and you were like, I don't think I know about that. I'm gonna guess at some point through this, you're gonna be like, oh, I remember hearing this story. Okay. Uh, but we're gonna get into it anyways. So cool. cool, cool. The first thing I want to talk about is this. This happened a number of years ago, like you know, fairly recently. So, you know the school, this is college football, you know the school, Notre Dame? Yes. they a historic, uh, historically good football program. Sure. Um, for a long time, more recently, has not been as good. They've started to come back. Uh, and one of the first years when they started to really come back was Manti Teo's senior year of uh, college. Manti Teo was a player for Notre Dame. Okay. Um, and... There's kind of Notre Dame sort of holds the same in my experience. They hold like kind of sort of the same level that like Duke basketball does, which is like these are kind of elitist, rich, old white right. teams. Because everyone that, hates like, Duke. Yeah, yeah. And Notre Dame is not Famously. nearly that bad. Right. But it is kind of one of those like it's like these people with privilege because it's a good school. Right, and then it's like, oh, well, you sh- shouldn't also be good at sports. Right. Fuck you, that's our thing. Kind of like Stanford, or <laughs> yeah, except Stanford are like has never been like traditionally good. Like right, they're right. decent, but like right right. right, right, right. So like, so Notre Dame, it's like you don't really want them to be good, but like, it's kind of better for the the whole sports mm-hmm. universe if they are because right. it's more things to talk about. Right, more concussions. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> uh, so, so they're kind of on the up, and and again, just to start, you know, I'm I went to school at University of Kentucky, so I've got an SEC bias, so it'll probably come out. But either way, and I so, can't wait for Twitter to fucking light up <laughs> oh over your opinions right? on this, right? Uh, a story from like <laughs> so five many years ago. Disclaimers in this. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, so this story is about uh, Manti Teo and his senior year and his girlfriend. Um, yeah. So Manti Teo 
had had a really like his freshman year of college he gets to school he's from uh like from hawaii and he goes to school in notre dame and and he meets this girl online named lene uh kakua cute yeah and so she meets her on Facebook, and she looks cute. And there, I see you're now starting oh, to remember. I think now I remember, remember yeah, yeah. this. Yeah. So he meets her on Facebook, and they're like, "Oh, what, whatever, what's up?" And he's like, "Hi, I'm Manta." And like that's one of his like, yeah, yeah. wines or whatever. And we're like, "You're saying hi, like I'm Manta Teo." Yeah. And yeah. it was like, if you look at the chat transcripts, it's like this guy has no game. Like oh, I don't okay. either, but it's like it's like <laughs> I'm Manta. It's like cool. They're like Hulk smash. Um, so. He kind of knows this girl at the time. The story is that she uh, is a Stanford student. She plays volleyball for Stanford. She's dating USC quarterback um, Mark Sanchez at the time. Like, this is what he knows. Get it, right? girl. Right, exactly. Um, and I think Mark Sanchez like was probably like, oh, I don't know. I date a lot of girls. <laughs> I don't know who this person is. Um, but so they become friends, um, and they become close. And then over she, internet. Over the friends. internet. Yes. Um, there are reports that they had met. Ooh. Uh, in 2009. Where? Um, I think it was at a football game. Okay. I think it was like at a Stanford football game. Wow. Um, again, reports. Right. Uh, and so in like 2012, uh, like they're they're like dating at this point. They they start dating. Um, internet dating, long distance internet dating after reportedly meeting once. Yes, but also like they talk on the phone all the time. Weird. Yeah. Agreed. Whatever. But hey, no judgment. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, we live in a digital era, uh, and so. So he's finally, like, 2012, he's finally going to go out and, and, like, actually meet her face-to-face since they have started dating. Now, again, there were reports they met earlier, but those are later, like, right. I don't know if that's true or not. Right. Um, and so in 2012, he's planning on flying out to meet her. Uh, but before he can, he gets a call from her brother oh. that's like, hey, Lene got in a, uh, a drunken driving accident, and she's in the hospital. Um, so Manti has to cancel his trip. He can't go out there, which I'm also like, well, couldn't you wait? Still, yeah. Like, that no, should be the time. No, you should, you definitely should go. Out go there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he would, he famously would like talk to her on the phone while she was in the hospital and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, right. And so imagine explaining that like, Hey babe, I heard you got in a DUI accident. So, so I'm not I'm coming. Not coming. <laughs> right. Right. Agreed. Uh, but that's what he does. Yeah. And so, um, so then like, a little bit later, he's supposed to go, like about a month later, he's like, all right, now I'm actually going to go. But this time he ends up having to cancel because like a family reunion thing happens. So there's been a couple like misconnections on when he was actually going to meet her face to face, his girlfriend that he loves. Right. Um, now, this is where it gets kind of sad. Uh, well, le- le- legit sad. Oh. Uh, his In September 2012, his grandmother passes away. Aww. The same day, he gets a call from Lene's brother saying that she's passed away due to leukemia, which we had known about like a month or two previously that oh. she had had leukemia, but okay. still it was like the same day he gets this call Jesus. that, right. And so it's like, it sucks for me at that day. Like his, wow. he like That's his grandmother dark dies and then his girlfriend dies the same day right it's like that's a bummer <laughs> like and there's no and there's no two ways it's not like right for everything no, that no. is like funny that's about super, this story no, that's, that's a very it's sad super thing. shitty it's very saddy right sorry not saddy saddy's not a word i'm not <laughs> trying to make a joke i swear this is sad post <laughs> grin right now is giving it away oh god um but so then he goes on to like like a couple of days later he goes on to play a game against michigan state and he has a great game um and like this kind of stuff comes up it's like you know both my grandmother and my girlfriend passed away and um and the NFL or not the NFL uh the college football world takes this story and is just like oh my god man Titeo's the best person in the world right and he becomes the entire story that season like Notre Dame is back 
because everybody like it's this story right. program they're back right, right. and they're led by this guy Manti Teo who has this tragic story of losing two people that he loves right and then being this awesome like going out and playing really hard and great guy all right. that kind of stuff right i'm like just on the edge of my seat because i'm like but i know there's a <laughs> I twist know, in right. this but i don't remember right. <laughs> and so and it's super annoying mm-hmm. uh to follow college football that that year if you are not a fan of notre dame right because it's like a tebow thing where they're like right. we're gonna shove this guy down your throat and you're gonna hear this story a million times kentucky ended up playing notre dame in basketball and manti teo was like brought down to be like on the like the announcer booth or whatever and so he's talking about his story like while we're like well, there's a game on i want to right like, <laughs> all i'm hearing is this man this isn't thing. even your sport go away right so then like this is you know again tragic story lost lost two family well, or lost family member and you really feel bad for yeah, him i do well but then like two months later he gets a call from lene being like by the way i'm not dead and it's like wait what <laughs> twist right uh so what ultimately ended up happening was Lene wasn't dead because she was also never alive yes <laughs> she, he, i thought this was it right he had been catfished uh by someone that he knew um a guy that i'm not gonna pronounce the name right but ronaya uh sopo sure something like that hey man yeah and so this guy like, this guy had been like catfishing him for years like oh my god yeah and so like Wait, but he how did he know him uh, it, it's not clear oh okay. that's something that still isn't like that they were like kind of sort of family friends but then they got close okay. but maybe it was close because she like he was playing the role of Lene's brut like i don't know it's oh, man the internet sucks the <laughs> biggest well the biggest thing about this like the biggest controversy well, not the biggest controversy but one of the bigger parts of this is like what did Manti know and when did he know it? Right. Because because now this story has led to his fame. Exactly. Right. And he's like a Heisman candidate, which he's a defensive player in Heisman. Like def- defensive players never win the Heisman. Right. He doesn't end up when he comes in second place. But still, like there's this hype train behind him, all this kind of stuff. Um, so does he... Sorry, I'll let you go. No, no, go ahead. What were you... Like he claims to have met her. Uh, so that's, that's a, in 2009 when the meeting happened, that was actually something that his dad told to a, uh, a, like a news reporter. So the quote that they met in 2009 was actually attributed to his father. So it's like, well, then maybe it's not true. Like maybe Manti told oh, his maybe dad Manti that. Oh, maybe Manti told his dad. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Right, gotcha, right. So, gotcha. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah, I guess that. But yeah, so like basically what ended up happening here was like Deadspin um, received an email being like, hey, we've been looking at like Lene's stuff and she seems kind of sketchy. Like you should look into it. And then right. they started like reading all these interviews and seeing that the dates don't match up. And then like they started digging in and then ended up finding out that this is what was going on. Um, but again, this didn't get... Wait, pu- so did they find out before Lanai, Lene told... Manti that no. she didn't exist. No, Manti also, knew before. Who? Oh, really? Yeah. Like before, so he didn't reveal. He didn't reveal, and that's that's part of it too. Uh. So like he tells his mom, or like he tells his his family, and he also tells the Notre Dame like people, and Notre Dame does like an internal investigation to see if there's anything right. untoward about it. Right. Uh, and like so he knows why, and and there's like video of him too, like continuing to talk like she's a real person. Um, because I think he's like, After I don't know how out, to right? like, get out of how this. How do you? Yeah. Also, who was Lene who called and said she's alive who also doesn't exist? Well, it's the guy that, that his and friend. He had just been like voicing it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, or he had like a fucked. friend do it or something. <laughs> okay. But, but still. But either way, they had like somebody. Play- he was definitely the like brother. 
Oh man! Um, and then maybe like people still aren't sure whether or not like That's the woman so he was talking to on the phone. Weird. Right. Um, Who were the pictures of? That, that's actually a funny story. Like, they're the pictures of a random Facebook girl who, like, uh, had all her shit on private. And so, like, he just got it and built this out or whatever. Wow. She's gone on to do interviews since then, like, okay. the, the real girl. But uh, that's so weird. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, and so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he ends up, like, he, like, this whole thing. Plus, he go like Notre Dame ends up making it to the championship game, right? Um, and they play Alabama, and roll tide. Alabama kills him like forty eight to fourteen or something. Oh shit! Yeah, they like destroyed. Oh wow! Uh, they destroyed Notre Dame, <laughs> and it was one of those things too. Like the whole conversation, like throughout the whole season, was like, yeah, Notre Dame's good, but are they really playing anybody? Right. And so like all this stuff happens at the same time. So Manti Teo's like he. I think he has an okay game in that, but like he like this whole thing of like oh controversy around him. What a what a dummy didn't realize that yeah internet girlfriend right. what oh my and then God. and then they lose. He ends up dropping from like a first round pick to the second round. Uh, he still ends up doing fine again. Like at the disclaimer at the top, he's doing fine. Yeah. I'm going to say this isn't a sad story in the slightest. Well, I think the only thing that sad really makes that it sad. Grandma died. That's the that's the one thing that I'm like, yeah, that is. But also, I think he felt like he had a real relationship with this person and they died and then he had that whole thing taken away from him. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure because that's just I remember thinking about this and being like how like this is what the internet is known for. Yeah, is I mean... For fucking with people and, like, why an online relationship could totally be someone true. who is not who you think it is. And then, like... I don't know, just so many things. It's like, wait, so you've never met. You have talked on the phone, apparently, but you didn't know that it was not a girl. Or if it was a girl, then... It was someone who led this on for so long. Like, I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for you. I mean, I, I get he's very naive. Yeah. And very gullible. Yeah. Uh, or he completely made it up because, you know, it would make a good story. That would be surprising. But Yeah. I mean, there's that part of it, too. Like that. And that is that remains the question. And there's no way to really know right, when right, he knew right. what he knew because there's no, you know, whatever. Right. Right. Um, I think one interesting thing about it was like one detail that was interesting. Um, a quote from her. Uh, in their correspondence was, babe, if anything happens to me, you promise you'll stay there and you'll play and you'll honor me through the way you play. And uh, Oh, because that was the guy trying to get out of it or something? Yeah, because yeah. then when she died, they he scheduled the funeral for a day when there was a game day. <laughs> so Manti had to stay and play against Michigan. Uh, wow. That's yeah. also super shitty because also it's like... If you really cared about this girlfriend, right, you wouldn't play in that game. Yeah, but she asked him to play and honor her through the way he played. So yeah, the guy sounds like a sociopath, the one that like actually committed it. But then he later goes on. He goes on Doctor Phil, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I ended up falling in love with Manti Teo like through this. Like I ended God, up developing it. The internet's so fucked. Up. I know. It was Can't wait to weird. post this on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, that's so weird. Yeah. So Manti Teo's. So is that guy imaginary gay girlfriend? Then? I don't know. I didn't did like. He just really. Have I didn't really. Issues? I think. It, I think it probably like both sides of the coin. I don't. I don't know. I didn't really dive too much into. Man, that's just. I remember hearing about this. This was like four or three, like four years. Yeah, ago it was about four years ago. Yeah, yeah. man. That, I remember reading. That well, it was two thousand twelve ish, two thousand thirteen. So okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That 
Samantha Teo's imaginary girlfriend. So weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, happy footballing, everybody. Guys, stay um, stay aware of who you're talking to. And also, it's not crazy to just be like, hey, send me a picture of you right now. Also, it's really weird how some people will go on the internet and pretend like there's someone else. Yeah. I don't think we have any friends that would do that. I Or start a podcast. I'm also one of those people that doesn't even like, I don't even like answer questions on forums. Like I understand people doing like at like ask Reddit or you know mm-hmm. participating in Reddit, but like people who do like Yahoo Answers or people who leave like people who leave reviews on Yelp. <laughs> I will say, I well, always I've say never I done want to, thing. but I have never done it. I mean, I've definitely written stuff out on the internet and been like, "Why am I doing this?" And then I delete it. Yeah, yeah. I just I, all I'm saying is I think it's really weird that people would go on the internet and maybe even start a podcast pretending that there's somebody that they're not uh, to try to trick people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> trying to get you to that. Um, so speaking of that, speaking of that, there's some podcast out there that I guess you should listen to about how great our podcast is. I don't remember the name. Yeah, I'm sure you can find you it. You could probably look it up. <laughs> Another special thanks to our friend Clay for contributing nothing to this episode. Also, special thanks to Woody for contributing something to this episode. And thank you for NPR for tuning me into my shit. But you know, that's. And thanks to all of you for listening. Hey guys, thanks. Uh, enjoy football. <laughs>